bananas are tasty. Oh, hey, bananas welcome to the podcast. Are bananas are tasty. Bananas are tasty. Yeah, bananas, bananas are, tasty. are tasty. Hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. This is uh, Duke News. We're covering the week of January 30th to February 5th. Okay, that's exciting. I'm TVB. Also, you know, my real name's Peter. Okay, and my my friend here, you know, what's his name? I don't know. Maybe he'll let you know. Dude, we've been friends forever. Golly. I'm Austin online. Look me up. I'm King of Acorns on Twitter, on YouTube, Snapchat, MySpace. Nah, MySpace. MySpace has been dead. Uh, okay, MySpace. Good good MySpace call out. My, MySpace. Our me? first story is about MySpace, actually. Oh, yeah? Just kidding, it's not, because there's no news about MySpace. Does it still exist? Yes. They tried to bring it back. There was a there was a, a line of ads that came out. They were trying to like, hey, everybody get back on MySpace. It'll be fun. It'll be just like old times. No one took the bait? No. That's kind of sad. But anyways, really, let's get back. Let's get into the real news. January 30th. Remember back then? That was such a long time ago, and we're talking about it now. Not that long ago. Square Enix. They like to be in the news. Um, and recently they announced that they're making a new Avengers game. We talked about it last week. And uh, this, this, not last week, but the week before last, I guess. And this past week they announced that because of that, most likely, the Deus Ex franchise is going to be on a bit of a hiatus. Maybe a year, maybe two, maybe three. Might not see Same a new... Doves. Well, the people who are work who worked on Deus Ex are working on the new Avengers game, so probably won't see a new Deus Ex title for a little bit. All right, that's fair. I mean, personally, I haven't played any of them. I own like all of them, but I haven't played them yet, so I don't really know if you know. People like them; they're good. Yeah. So if you're a big Deus Ex fan, you know, this is a bit of a blow. And I'm really sorry to bring you the bad news. But uh, some more Square Enix. There's actually uh, a little bit of more Square Enix news. There's this, and then at the very end we'll talk a little bit more about Square Enix. But we got Square Enix two stories in a row. Final Fantasy XII came out a long time ago. It's a PS2 game. Remember the PS2? That was a good one. Uh, yeah, still had mine. Uh, Final Fantasy XII is a bit of a divisive game, but they're coming out with a HD remaster of it, and it's coming out this July, July 11th. They just announced the release date the past week. Um, but I know Final Fantasy XII is a little bit divisive because of its, uh, battle system. Like, it has a really strange kind of Like it's it's not turn based, and it's not like a strategy game, but it's like somewhere in. Is it hack and slash? No, it's not. It's like 
it's really almost like a strategy. It's almost strategy. Menus? There's so basically you like move units around on like there's no grid, but you move units around an open area, and like you can choose to move the unit and have that unit attack an enemy unit. Or at least that's my understanding of the battle system. It's much different than other Final Fantasy. It sounds like a tactical RPG. Yeah, but it's not like it's not grid based and it's not really a strategy game. It's it's kind of odd. But I I've been always I've been interested in it, but I don't have a PS2, okay? Let's let's get that out there. I don't own a PS2 and I don't have an access besides emulating the game. Isn't the PS2 like the best selling console or yeah, something? Yeah, no, I am the only time. one. I'm the only that, person. <laughs> how'd you mess that boat, man? Mess it up. I don't know. I was a Nintendo kid. I didn't need no PlayStation. I just played uh, Super Mario Sunshine all day long. Yeah, but did you 100% it? Um, Probably not. All right, what's the next story? Star Wars. I like Star Wars. Star Wars Rogue One was a good movie. You know what? I've heard several people say they didn't like it, and I'm like... Well, they're uh, wrong. They did yeah. like it, and they're just, like, in denial about it. Well, to be fair, the the people that have told me that are just old people that are, like, my co-workers. They're like, I only like the original ones. Yeah. All right. Classic co-workers. But Star Wars Battlefront 2. Remember Star Wars Battlefront. This is interesting because we already had a Star Wars Battlefront 2... But I guess <laughs> I guess they're just restarting with the numbers since last uh, whenever the last one was released was it two years ago now I don't know but um, Star Wars Battlefront Two is going to come out later this year and the big news here is that it's going to have a single player campaign and it's going to include several eras of Star Wars so you know how Star Wars the story takes place across many many years. From the prequels all the way to um, episode 7. Like, a lot of years pass between those movies. Wait, it's going to cover, like, all of the years? Well, I don't know about that. It just it says multiple eras. So I assume that means not just from the original three movies or just from whatever. Well, that'll be cool. I mean, that was one of my that was one of my gripes with the original game is that I mean, the multiplayer was fun, but that was it. That was the entire game. And it was like a $60 game. I mean, yeah, a campaign could be really good. But yeah, that's that's all there is about that. I mean, that's coming out later this year. It's going to be cool, I guess. I never bought Star Wars Battlefront cuz again, there was just not enough there for me personally to warrant the purchase, but maybe Battlefront 2 will be better. Mm. <sighs> okay, so let's see here. Nintendo. We're going to have a few Nintendo stories right in a row here. Nintendo, remember the NES Classic came out in November and has been out of stock ever since. <laughs> and whenever they do get stuck, it just flies off the shelves. Yeah. Uh, but apparently... It sold 1.5 million copies. 
which is pretty, pretty, pretty good. I can't I actually can't believe that it's that popular because I've seen these classic consoles all over the place, and I don't think anybody buys them. Nintendo comes out with one, and suddenly everybody's interested. Yeah, I mean, because they're uh, official Nintendo games. I mean, there's a isn't there like a lot of games packed into it? Thirty, which is a decent, I guess. I mean, it's pretty good for the casual audience, too. It's just like, hey, I remember I had one of those things before. Yeah, I mean, they could have fit more games on it, though, is all I'm saying. They could have, like, done 60. Those games, that, like, the original Mario, that's like a one megabyte game or something. Yeah. But, whatever. I mean, we, we, talk, we talked about it a while ago. Uh, the NES Classic and kind of our opinions on it, but... That's just cool. It's selling a lot. Like, I can't believe it's that popular. Like, it's still difficult to get. But uh, continuing on with Nintendo news, uh, the Switch. We've talked about the Switch a few times here on the podcast. Uh, It's coming out in, like, literally a month. A little less than a month now, which is kind of crazy to think about. And Nintendo keeps on coming out with news. They're trying to get everybody, you know, like, yeah, go buy a Switch, all right? Because at the presentation, they announced that 50 companies and over 80 games will be on the Switch, I'm guessing, this year? Or just the number of companies and games with products in development. That's what it is. On the Switch, it was 50 and over 80. But now, there's over 70 companies and over 100 games um, in development for the Switch. So, you know, I'm yet, I've yet to see them. All I know about is about like one or two games coming out at release. You got Zelda, you got one, two Switch. That's all I, mean, I know. You know, about. Skyrim's going to be on it, so that's all you really need, right? Yeah. Can't can't wait to uh Man, they're so proud behind. that they got a game that was released, yeah, like six years ago. And they really showed it off a lot. I don't know. It's just like a lot of those are probably indie developers. And like there's nothing wrong with being an indie developer, but it's we we're not gonna buy the Switch so that we can play Guacamelee or something, you know? We're not gonna buy the Switch so that we can play Skyrim. I honestly don't care about Skyrim anymore. I want to play those Nintendo first-party titles, okay? And those exclusive titles that third parties are going to make for the Switch. That's what I want to play. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure going to buy a Switch to play the games I can already play. people would just care about. Exactly. I, I don't know. It's hard to really take any value from that because it's just like... Nintendo could be the only company developing games for it as long as they developed enough games and they were good. I wouldn't really mind. Yeah. But yeah, the Switch. Keeping on talking about the Switch. Uh, there was a little bit of confusion on the uh, the online subscription service. For a while, we didn't know anything about it. We knew that it was going to be free up until the fall. Okay, and we knew that it was going to be there. But what we didn't know is what it was. And what it's what it's priced at, and we still don't really know what it is. I think there was talks about how there might be like monthly 
uh, NES games or something. And literally monthly, like you can only play it during that month. Oh yeah, we talked about that before. That's dumb. Uh, but the online subscription model has been announced to be... Uh, it was announced in Yen because it was a Japanese publication, but the guy, uh, Nintendo president Tatsumi Kimishima said that it was going to be a cost of around two to 3,000 yen, which is approximately like 15... 20 to $30? No, it's more like 15 to 25 dollars. Oh, okay. Uh, and you know, $25 really isn't asking anything. Like, that's so little per month. Well, I don't know. Isn't it cheaper for PlayStation Plus, at least? No. I'm what? saying I'm saying twenty five per year. No, you, oh, you said twenty five per month. If that's I said I that, confused. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not what you I meant. Misspoke. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's quite a bit actually. <laughs> really, twenty five, twenty five a year. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's really reasonable though. Yeah, like, so I mean, if that's what it costs, it's like that's. I don't care about that at all. Like, I don't mind paying that at all. Uh, I'm still not convinced I mean, on much, the Switch. Itself. Much better than, like, you know, the two other of, like, the big three. Yeah. You know. I mean, to be honest, like, that's the kind of pricing that makes me want to, like, just drop PlayStation Plus. Like, if the Switch was going to have, like, third-party support and, like, there are games that are going to be only on, you know, like, for whatever reason, there's a game that's not coming to PC or whatever, and, like, we all wanted to play it, and it was on the Switch. Like, I'd rather just pay the $25 a year for the Switch online than, like, I mean, yeah, well, most, more than most, double that. Uh, most game developers are making ports to PC, but I guess some still don't. Well, I mean, not to get too off track here, but Neo, I don't know if you've heard anything about that, but it's like a Dark Souls-ish type game, but it's only coming to the PS4. I don't even think it's coming to PS1. Or um, Xbox One, I'm sorry. Is it like Bloodborne? Um, I mean... Wait, you mean by the same developers? No, or it's not it by... Like... It's by Ninja Theory, who made uh, the Ninja Gaiden games, but the game itself is very Dark Souls-esque. And it's getting really good reviews. Like, I got a 9 on Game Informer. Wait, is it that, like, 2D game? No, it's it's a oh, okay. like I said, it plays very similar to Dark Souls. It looks a lot similar. All right, but that's total sidetrack. Uh, but Only that's just, on PlayStation Four. Yeah, and that's that's uh, just an example of just like games. There's going to continue to be console exclusive games, and if the Switch can secure some good stuff, like that could be really really good for them with that online pricing. Is all I'm saying. But I they, think it'll have a lot to do with like the early sales are for the switch yeah there's for that like uh what devs want to be on board yeah and and also how they handle the online service itself like is it going to be any good because the wii U's wasn't the wii's wasn't they should have never <laughs> i'm mad that they're not bringing uh meverse to well they're probably uh, just the going to replace it with something else they're probably getting rid of me's if i had you know if i had to take a guess Oh, maybe they are. Because I haven't seen anything with Miis in it. Unless I just didn't see it and there has been, I have not seen Miis on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, you know what? I never thought about that, but... 
I haven't seen any either, so maybe they are going away from it. I mean, I guess Mies have a lot to do with, like, you know, the we identity, so. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there, it wouldn't make any sense. Like, that. we and the Wii U, it makes sense to have Mies. Yeah, but the 3DS has Mies, too, so. Yeah, but that was during the era of those two, you know, it was really during the... I think it was before the Wii U even came out that the 3DS came out. So it makes sense that the 3DS would still have that. Yeah. But if we're trying to move past Wii, if we're just trying to like get like move on from the Wii U and just forget about it, like maybe they get rid of the Miis. I'm just That's just complete speculation. It. Just kind of move on form a different identity. I think that's what the Wii U suffered from. But then again, it's not having its own identity. Well, yeah, but the the problem with that though is, is that Mies are pretty well connected to Nintendo accounts right now, and unless I don't know, they're like really like if you go if you sign on to like Nintendo on your computer, like your me will show up, like your main account me will show up on the website. So I don't know. They probably will still have Mies, but there's a possibility that Mies will kind of take a back seat. I'm fine with them rebranding if they want to do that, you know? Yeah. Move away from it. Uh, but one last thing about the Switch is that uh, Nintendo president Tatsumi Kimishima uh, said that they are, in fact, interested in the in VR. And we had talked about this. I said they might be looking to do VR with the, with the, uh, the Joy-Cons, like the HD Rumble. Uh, you know, you get two of them the with HD the console. Right, right. They have HD Rumble, and he's talking about it. He said that they have interest in VR, but the problem is, is that they're trying to resolve the issue of wearing VR for a long period of time. Because right now, there's nothing out there that's truly comfortable to wear for long periods of time. Either... Well, are they just admitting, like... <laughs> Well, it's not the technology. I guess just like the comfort innovations aren't there then. Not for not for Nintendo. Obviously, other people it's fine, but Nintendo, you know, is very very. You know, they're whatever they think is perfection. Like they have to have that. Like that's what that's what Nintendo is all about. And for them, VR has not reached just comfort level yet for wearing long periods of time over multiple hours is the terminology used in this article. So, there's a possibility we'll see VR on the Switch, is what I take from that, but, you know, it's probably down the line. Probably, you know, next year or the year after that. I imagine it'd probably only be a thing with, like, well, it's plugged in, maybe? I don't know, because it's going to need, like, the processing power and stuff. Yeah. Not sure if the battery could handle that. Well, it has to be wireless, I'll tell you that right now. That's one of the big things for me with VR is that it needs to be wireless or else I'm not really even going to bother. That's a huge comfort thing. If if the cord has enough slack, maybe when... Still, if if we're talking about like room scale VR. Oh yeah, room scale, sure. No, but even if You know, I still don't know about like, oh, I'm going to get out of my chair and like walk around and... Virtual space. I don't know. Well, even even if you're sitting down in your chair, if you have a cord dangling from your back, 
you're going to eventually get tangled up in it if you're like turning around and stuff in your chair. I don't know. Whatever. VR. Whatever. (laughs) VR sucks. Exactly. VR whatever. Um, One more Nintendo news story, and it's not about the Switch, okay? It's about Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem Heroes. We talked about it before. It's out on iOS and Android. Check it out. It's a game. I downloaded it, but I didn't play it yet. All I know is that it plays almost exactly like a regular Fire Emblem game. Okay, but it's on your phone. I think there's like that weird mobile thing where there's like energy and you have to like wait for it to refill or something. But that's, you know, it's just mobile games. You got to deal with it. So it's just free to play with those pesky microtransactions. Well, the in-game purchases range from $2 to $75. So typical mobile game fare. It's probably like emblem coins or you know whatever i mean i can admit it like i spent money on pokemon go so i'm not sure if <laughs> you know you spent money on Ow. fallout shelter which we're going to talk about here in a minute oh i did you're a big you're you're a sucker for my dude i am i'm such a big sucker for microtransactions for games that like i really like but before we get into that conversation because we're gonna have time to do it PS4 update coming soon. Going to bring external hard drive support, which is dope because I might actually take advantage of that because my PS4 is constantly running out of uh, hard drive space and I don't want to like, I think you can replace it somehow. Aren't external hard drives just like a cheaper option? Yeah, generally speaking, they're cheaper and you just plug it in like via USB or whatever and boom, you have a extra storage space. Yeah, well, even if it's not that much cheaper, yeah, I mean, like, the convenience of just, like, plugging into one of the uh, USB slots is Yeah, I mean, nice. well, you can do it up to 8 terabytes is what it says here. So that's crazy. Wow. That's more than enough than you'll ever need ever for PS4. I can actually, like, have all my games on my PS4. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have, like, uh, like, quite a few that are... Is not downloaded that yeah. I own, which is kind of a shame. Well, it sucks because like you might be like, oh man, I could play that right now, but then you're like, ooh, I have to download it. And PS4 has like notoriously bad download speeds for some reason. Oh yeah, it does. Like they're way like I'll download something on my computer, it takes like five minutes, and then like the same download would take an hour. On I'm not PS4. sure. It's got to be something like their server side, as far as like. Their upload speed, I guess. I, I uh, guess so, because it can't be that the PS4 doesn't have the bandwidth capacity or whatever. I just don't know. It's just weird. A lot of people, like, playing PS4 or downloading stuff at the same time, I guess. Uh, Yes. But uh, moving forward, we just talked about a little bit before Fallout Shelter. It's coming to Xbox One. And uh, Windows 10. So if you missed out on the Fallout Shelter craze when it first came out and you didn't have a phone or something that you could play it on or you didn't want to play it on your phone, it's coming to Xbox One and Windows 10. And I say Windows 10 and not PC. The hype's pretty dead at this point, though. Well, I mean, it's cool. 
I mean, I'd rather and play it cool on my game. computer than than on my phone. But I oh, stopped playing it a long would, time ago. Rather? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Playing games it's on good your phone on the, sucks. It's good on the phone because you can just, like, I don't know, waste time doing it. Well, but the actual playing of it, like, everything is so small. If you got, like, I don't know, it's just so small. That's all I'm going to say about it. It's a bit cramped of a size. I guess it's probably better for tablet. Yeah, and it'll be even better for PC. Yeah. I'm a PC elitist. Fallout Shelter is best on PC. Well, it's definitely a mobile game, so I don't know why you'd want to play a mobile game on the computer, but... Well, the only thing like that's it. not going to translate well is like sending your people out to do things um, and having to wait. Like it's yeah, one of see, the, that's the that's the good thing about like it being a mobile game. Is like, well, it's that's just, just it was designed pocket, as a mobile game, it. and yeah, people, yeah. you know, pull it out, check it real quick, do something real quick, put it back in their pocket. I guess the equivalent's like. Just tabbing out of the game while it's on or something. Well, I mean, I just, I just don't. Something else. I mean, I, I'm thinking of it now, and like, I don't see people like checking on their Fallout Shelter on their computer multiple times a day. Hey, you know, you never know. Some people might. I wouldn't. But especially not on your Xbox One, where you would have to launch it up, do something real quick, take it down, and then launch your other game. And then you'd have to exit out of that game to launch Fallout Shelter back up. Yeah, it's like you're playing Halo with your friends. You're like, oh, guys, wait. I'll be right back. I got to check my Fallout Shelter. I don't know. It doesn't make too much sense. Unless you're just like a really lonely person and don't have friends. Well, I mean, it's a good game. But uh, I don't know if it's, gonna, if it's going to uh, do that well on console and PC. But... It's coming out on the 7th, which is Tuesday. I'm sure if they're smart, they're setting their expectations pretty low. Because, eh, you know, I don't see, like, big returns for Fallout Shelter anymore. That's my prediction. <sighs> yeah. Alright. So, the uh, last last thing we're going to talk about is uh, kind of a silly, silly story. Uh, Final Fantasy XV came out a while ago, uh, but they're up- updating it pretty regularly with DLC and stuff. Um, and one of the upcoming DLCs was these things called Magitech exosuits. Um, and they're kind of goofy looking, just like power armor type things, but they look... Kind of look like the Power Rangers, to be honest with you. Right, well, that's the story. Um, Power Rangers, whoever owns the Power Rangers contacted them and was like, this looks too similar to Power Rangers. Really? Yeah. Is there like a lawsuit or something? No, no, no. They Like their attorneys or like... Well, it wasn't their attorneys. Bro. It was just someone like let them know that there probably will be an issue if this releases. So... <laughs> yeah, I encourage you to look up a picture of the uh, Magitech exosuits. And then well, they're not going to look like that. The... They're not going to look like that when they 
release. Oh, so they're just—they don't look. You know, they just look reminiscent of the Power Rangers. Well, obviously, it was obviously inspired, but like the people are saying, like, oh, we didn't even realize the similarities. I guess you know, it's just one of those things where you get inspired by something in pop culture, and you don't even realize that. If anything, it could just be like marked up as a parody, like. Right, there I shouldn't mean, be pe- any legal action against it. Yeah, people. Maybe are, they just don't uh, want to go through the hassle in case there ever would be. Yeah, because like lawyer costs and you know a whole legal battle of that scale would be kind of annoying. Um, yeah, I mean, people are suggesting that maybe just blow it off as a parody, but I guess they're deciding not to do that, and they're going to redesign it. It sounds like their intention wasn't to make it a parody then. So no, they, they didn't even realize. They're or at least they're saying that they didn't even realize that it was so similar. <laughs> but what are you going to say? Like Power Rangers owns um, colored suits. That's just how it works. Uh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like they own the monopoly of colored suits. I mean, I've seen stuff like there's a game called Chroma Squad, which is very unabashedly uh, Power Rangers. Look up Chroma Squad if you're listening out there. It's it's very much like a parody of Power Rangers. Like, the whole game is a parody of Power Rangers and, like, the fact that it's a show and everything. Like, and that didn't have any problems. So I don't know why they're having problems here, but maybe because of oh, how yeah. big Final Fantasy <laughs> I just looked up is. Chroma Squad. It's definitely, it's unabashedly Power Rangers. Yeah. I mean, is this a po- like a popular game? I don't even know about it. Uh, I mean, it's a semi-popular indie game. It's not like huge or anything. Seems well liked. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, well, whatever. Since we're talking about it, and we talked about Fire Emblem earlier, it's actually kind of Fire Emblem esque. It's like a strategy RPG, basically. Oh, uh, plays like Fire Emblem. Sort of. I mean, it's not exactly like it, and you know, just because the nuances of the game, like you're supposed to make. Uh, formations with the four characters and like do special <laughs> attacks or whatever it's 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 cool but anyways that's pretty much everything we have for today i mean it's not a whole lot of news there's not a lot of stuff happening right now i think this is a little bit of a dead spot kind of between the end of the year and e3 people are going to stop kind of talking about stuff for a little while yeah, news is going to slow down. If I'm, anything, there just might be some rumors here and there. Well, on the on the ramp up to the Switch, we might have some stuff this month. Uh, just talking about the ramp up to Switch. and uh, I mean, there might be a few other things, but until E3 kind of hits in uh, June, which isn't too far away. I mean, it's a little far away, but it's not too far away. You know, it's, it's probably going to be a little slow week to week. But that's fine. You know, don't have to have big stories every week. We'll try and make it entertaining. We'll try and come up with some stuff to talk about. Uh, So let's go ahead and uh, let's plug some stuff as we always do. You know, we we got a channel on YouTube. We, in fact, just recently, very recently, put out a new episode of Jeopardy. Everyone loves Jeopardy. And we got... More stuff coming. I know we always say we got more stuff coming. Well, we we do always have more stuff coming. All right. Um, we're on Twitter. Okay. 
we're, we're obviously on SoundCloud. You're probably listening on SoundCloud, okay? If you're listening on SoundCloud, or if you're listening on iTunes, what's up? If you're listening on Google Play, what's up? You guys are cool. Leave a review. Say we're good. Say we're bad. I don't care. Just say something. Rate us. Drop a comment. Something, dog. What, should we give them a question? <laughs> Yeah, uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, what are we, um... What's loosely related? Do you, what, what's your favorite Power Ranger? I liked the, uh... a bad question. The, is there a green one? Probably, there's, yeah, there's a green ranger. A green there's yeah, red, green there's black, the there's white, there's pink, there's yellow, there's green. Oh, no, dude, I like black Power Ranger. He's pretty edgy. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> the question of the week is, who's your favorite power? Or which which color ranger is your favorite ranger? Just what's your favorite color? I think that's really... I don't know. Do, well, there's multiple always... different things of power rangers. There's mighty morphin power rangers. Yeah, don't... Are they, like, sort of different generations or different yeah, casts? Yeah, every single time it's a different cast. You know, the Japanese one is uh, the original one, and America always does, like, a weird thing where, like... The uh, whenever the Power Rangers are around without their masks on, it's the American actors. But then whenever the masks are on and they're like fighting stuff, it's the Japanese. Well, I'm, that's pretty confusing. <laughs> they have it. Uh, just so they didn't have to refilm the action sequences. Oh, you know what? That's a good idea. But uh, I mean, if I had to choose one, um, I'm certainly on black. By the way. It's just like the Edge Lord. I don't know. I think Ranger. I think uh, White Ranger is always good. You know, it's like the black and white, like the the yin and the yang. You know, they hold a group together. Well, I don't know. I don't remember I don't, enough what about. What are their, their personalities? Yeah, I don't like. know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making stuff red, up. Red is always idea. the leader. Um, pink is the leader. Yeah, yeah pink okay. is always you, a girl. You do see you see red everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yellow is usually a girl. Occasionally a guy. I'm pretty sure... Oh, is there an orange? There might. Uh, I don't think so. I th- I'm pretty sure the colors are red, red, yellow, green, black, white. Pretty sure those are the colors. Or no, there's, there's a blue ranger, isn't there? I don't know. We don't know anything about Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Why are we talking about it? Worst, who's your, who's your favorite Power Ranger? Ranger? Put it in the comments. That's a good question. Uh, all right, that's it. That's all we have. Um, yep. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Do case. That's it. Yep. Just the Twitter. <laughs>